Welcome back to Squared Sports Lane Frank Podcast. Almost this podcast, Lane Frank. We're now at episode 63, everybody. This was 63 episodes soon. We got action-packed episode planned for you. Georgia has won the national championship. The contenders in the NBA have been separated, and I'll explain to you why later. MLB is still in the lockout. NFL playoffs are set. So much more. Stay tuned. Squared Sports Lane Frank. It's 63. Let's hop into it. Let's start with episode 63, how we always do with the headlines in the NBA. Like I said in the intro, the contenders in the NBA have been separated. All right, I'm not going to give away my top five teams in the NBA right here. We got that coming up, couple minutes, top five NBA teams. That's top five this week. But my opinion, contenders in the NBA have been separated. You're seeing the Nets. I know they lost last night to the Thunder, but they're blown out. The Bulls, who everybody thinks is the best team in the East. No, no, Nets separate themselves from that. And then everyone thinks Warriors are better than the Bucks. They're better than the Nets. They're better than all these teams. Bucks smoked the Warriors last night, everybody. That was an amazing game to see. Seems like the Contenders and the NBA have been separated a little bit. Lakers off to a terrible start to the second half of the season, pretty much. Just not doing great. Russell Westbrook playing terrible again. I mean, what did the Sacramento Kings do? Ice cold player of the game. Russell Westbrook. Grizzlies are on fire right now. Third best team in the West. I mean, just playing amazing right now. The Memphis Grizzlies, Jaron Jackson's finally back and healthy for maybe his first full season. John Morant's back, healthy, playing great again. They're on a great game-winning streak. Everybody's doing well in that Grizzlies team right now. A lot of stuff going on to the NBA. Let's over to the NFL where we've got even more news. We had an action-packed Week 18. We got action-packed Week 19, which is the playoffs, everybody. We're in the playoffs, everybody. NFL playoffs are about to begin. We got a lot of great matchups. What are the Chargers doing? Bad optics, like everybody's saying. Brand Stilly, what are you doing calling a timeout for the Chargers? Not a great move, but they're not in the playoffs, Chargers. Great start to the NFL playoffs we're going to have coming up this week. But a lot of coaches getting fired in the NFL. I was so happy to see my Giants fire Joe Judge. You know, there's a bit of an argument to keep Joe Judge. Joe Judge wasn't the worst day coach. He got six wins last year on a horrible roster. And then just kind of down the stretch this year, lost his quarterback. His running back wasn't healthy. He didn't have many healthy wide receivers. Kenny Galladay wasn't showing up. He almost had like a really injured team down the stretch here. Yes, it was right to fire him, but it's wrong to give him this much hate. Gettleman, you can give as much hate as you want. He is a terrible GM. He was a terrible GM, Gettleman. Maybe a couple years ago he wasn't, but right now he is. I mean, taking Andrew Thomas over Tristan Wirfs, taking Darius Tony over Pay, all these guys, not great moves by Dave Gellman. Did guess that first-round pick, though, from the Bears this year in that Justin Fields trade. So, Giants have the number five pick, number seven pick up and coming in this draft. But so many more coaches are firing the NFL. Another bad firing I didn't like was David Culley. You know, maybe there's some internal things going on there, but, like, you gave him a roster that said 0-18 right off the bat, 0-17 right off the bat. You see the roster, it's like, oh, this team's going 0-17, no doubt. But then, he puts that team to four wins, everybody. He did well, made the right move, keeping Dave Smills started for the second half of the season. Did a pretty good job this team. Didn't Tyra Taylor. Didn't really show up that well. Got strung with a rookie quarterback for half the season, Davis Mills, which who played great down the stretch. Davis Mills should be the starting quarterback next year. Maybe they're a franchise quarterback if they, unless they keep Deshaun Watts or something else comes out there. I think Davis Mills can be a franchise quarterback. Played like a really, really good quarterback down the stretch. I really don't get why David Coley got fired. He's better than Bill O'Brien, probably. You know, and I wouldn't hate to see Bill O'Brien with the Jaguars. I just don't think it should happen. But a lot of stuff going on in the NFL right now. Brian Flores also getting fired. We'll talk about the coaching carousel later an episode. But that's about for the headlines this week. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. Pays me to say it's score sports fans. We did not get that perfect record once this regular season. We had 17 weeks to do it. Did get that perfect seat, perfect record once. But we're going to get it this week. It's the playoffs, everybody. We got a lot of action-packed games. At most action-packed week of the year is Wild Card Weekend. Let's hop into a Bengals Raiders, who wins this one? Derek Carr, make his first playoff game. Joe Burrow, make his first playoff game. Experience over inexperience in this one. Give me Derek Carr. I mean, just 
I mean, Derek Carr had been in the league for so long. Neither of them have playoff experience, but Derek Carr has been in the league for so long. And Joe Burrow can be a star in the NFL. He can be a top 10 quarterback of all time when it's all said. You see him, Joe Burrow plays like an old veteran. Calm down the turnovers next couple years. You'd see Joe Burrow win multiple Super Bowls, in my opinion. But not this season. Give me the Raiders over the Bengals this one. About Patriots, Bills, everybody. Initially, I was going with the Patriots, but right about now, I'm switching my pick to the Bills, everybody. I don't love the, Bill, the Bills offense. I don't think Brian DeBull should be a head coach because their run game is non-existent without Josh Allen. Josh Allen pretty much carries the offense. Stefan Diggs runs through them, but I don't think Matthew Jones can, call this, uh, can carry this team. Mac Jones didn't look great in Miami last week. Give me Give me Bills in this one, 28-16 over the Patriots. Now, Eagles, Buccaneers, everybody. We saw them playing Thursday Night Football earlier in the season, and the Bucs crushed them. Give me that result again. Give me the Bucs over the Eagles in this one. No, they bat. 49ers, Cowboys, everybody. All right, this is my first upset pick of the week, everybody. We all love the Cowboys. We all love Dak Prescott. We all love Michael Gallup. No, Debo Samuel, Jimmy Garoppolo, George Kittle, Elijah Mitchell. That's all I have to say. Okay, 49ers team is a really, really good team. Could make the Super Bowl, and that's not that crazy of a statement for me. Okay, my preseason pick to make the conference championship was San Francisco 49ers. They're probably not going to make it because if they win this game, they're probably going to have to go up against the Green Bay Packers unless the Eagles win, but that obviously isn't going to happen. But give me 49ers in this one. Send in the Cowboys home early. Cowboys fans, you should be happy, all right? Going into the season, you would have taken a playoff appearance, no doubt, after the horrible season you had last year. Give me the 49ers in this one. Over. Dallas Cowboys. Steelers, Chiefs, everybody. All right, Big Ben, great run. His last career game ever. That gives away my pick. Chiefs in this one over the Steelers. Going to blow them out again. They blew them out earlier in the year. They're going to blow them out again in this game. Give me the Chiefs in this one over. Pittsburgh Steelers giving Big Ben his final loss of his career. Now, Cardinals, Rams, everybody. Monday Night Football in the playoffs. Okay. We saw some Monday Night Football a couple weeks ago. I am so happy we get the third matchup of this game. Okay. If there's... Two teams that we would love to see another matchup of the season, it would probably be these two teams, Cardinals Rams, and we get a third matchup between them. First matchup didn't go so well for the Rams, they got blown out. Okay, second matchup, great game. Aaron Donald, game ceiling, sack, everything like that. Great game. But no DeAndre Hopkins in this one for Calumbury. I think James Conner doesn't play very well. I've got the Rams big. This is my statement pick. Giving the Rams big. 38 to 16. Matthew Stafford gets his first career playoff one. No doubt. Let's get that perfect record this week. I'm confident. Giving the Rams this one. 38 to 16. Over. Arizona across advancing the division around. They might play. It's in the comment section. Okay, hinted the top five earlier in the episode. We got top five NBA teams right now. Let's all pitch it. I want to go five to one right here. Let's all pitch it. Number five. The Memphis Grizzlies, everybody. All right, I'm going to make a couple controversial statements here. I'm, I'm going to say right here, I don't have the Bulls in this top 25. I mean, in this top five. I don't have Lakers in this top five, which obviously is given. I don't have the Jazz in this top five. I don't have the Nuggets in this top five. I don't have the Heat in this top five, who are number two in the East right now. Okay, I don't have them in my top five. My top five goes right here. Five Memphis Grizzlies. Number three team in the West right now. My pick to make the Western Conference Finals is the Memphis Grizzlies. I think we could have Grizzlies, Suns Finals. I think we could have a Grizzlies, Warriors. Conference Finals. I, I love this Grizzlies team so much. John Morant. What he's doing where you're giving out. You can trade your jersey for a John Morant jersey. That's cool. I think like that in tickets. But John Morant, Jaron Jackson, a top 10 duo in the NBA. No debate about it. That's a controversial statement in of itself right there. John Morant, Jaron Jackson. I love this duo. Really, really good team. They're, felt, they're finally healthy. They can stay healthy. This team's going to make the Western Conference Finals. You can bookmark it. Give them the Memphis Grizzlies. Fifth best team in the NBA. Before the Golden State Warriors. Everybody. I love this Warriors team also. But 
with Clay come back. I was thinking about kind of leaving them off this list. I was thinking about maybe sneaking the Bulls in there with Heat. But this Warriors team with Clay come back, I think can be a solid team. Draymond Green is a good player. Stephen Curry finally heating up now. I mean, was had a little cold streak there. But then Clay comes back, heating up again. Clay Thompson, they all feed off of each other. It's a big three. Everything going on with James Watson right now. He had a surgery in December, kind of under the wraps a little bit there. Will he play a season? Will he not? Leave your answer in the comment section. Will James Watson play a season? Where's four? Number three. The Milwaukee Bucks are by the reigning champions. Why I got the Bucks over the Warriors, even though the Warriors have the better record, it's one answer. They blew them out by 19 on a night. But they were up at like 38 at one point in that game. Okay, such a good game by the Milwaukee Bucks. No debate about Milwaukee Bucks, third best team in the NBA, one of the top teams in the NBA, may repeat as NBA champions this year. They might. Third best team in the NBA, Milwaukee Bucks. Number two, second best team in the NBA, the Brooklyn Nets are by. All right, this Brooklyn Nets team is good. They blew out. The Bulls are night, and they lost the Thunder, but that was without Kevin Durant. It was out. I mean, that was a sad game for the Thunder. 130 points, most scored all season. Not that great of a feat. But Nets, really, really good team, in my opinion. Second best team in the NBA, Brooklyn Nets. Not a bit bad. With Kyrie coming back, maybe for road games, maybe for home games, and that's why I'll pay a $5,000 fine. That's one of the max fine, which they could definitely do. But Brooklyn Nets, second best team in the NBA right now. Who's number one? All right. It's a team from the West, and it's the Suns, everybody. Okay. The reason I said Memphis Grizzlies is only going to make the Western Conference Finals and not win it is because the Suns are going to win it. All right. In my opinion, Phoenix Suns are going to win the NBA Finals this year. No debate about best team in the NBA, Phoenix Suns. Number one team in the NBA, Phoenix Suns. That's about for my top five NBA teams. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. Now, did you know by this week's Did You Know? Did you know Stetson Bennett? We all love Stetson Bennett. Just won a national championship. The George Bulldogs there, but he's had a wild, a wild ride. 2017, Ghost Georgia as a two-star recruit on that national championship, not winning the national championship appearance. Team Georgia was their scout team quarterback. Lorenzo Carter, all these players on Georgia said, oh, Stetson Bennett was so good. All these NFL players in Georgia right now said, said oh, Stetson Bennett was the best scout team quarterback I've ever seen. Ricardo Lockett, the uh, only reason Stetson Bennett went to Georgia in the first place is because a Georgia player went up to Kirby Smart said, the two best quarterbacks in Georgia are Davis Mills, who was the number one player in the country, and Stetson Bennett, who had Kirby Smart no idea who he was, was a two-star recruit. So they offered Stetson Bennett a scholarship, went to Georgia, and then and then after his first year of Georgia, the scout team quarterback transferred, went to Juco, led it up there. Then on signing day, he was going to go to Louisiana Lafayette. said, you know what? Georgia just called me. They offered me a scholarship. I'm going to go back there. I'm going to be their backup. Okay, I'm going to be Georgia's backup because I want to go back. Georgia, instead of being the starter, Louisiana Lafayette, go play for Billy Napier, who's the Florida head coach right now, formerly Louisiana Lafayette coach. So he did that, went back to Georgia, lost starting job in 2019, Jake Fromm, goes in 2020. Okay, he's going into 2020 as like the fifth string quarterback. Ends up the starter. Ends up starting the second game of the season for Georgia, loses his job, goes into this year as the backup again, reclaims starting job with JT Nunes, gets hurt. And wins the national championship for Georgia. Everybody, Stetson Bennett did what Baker Mayfield couldn't. First walk-on quarterback to ever win national championship. Stetson Bennett, no debate about it. Stetson Bennett is a college football legend after that. Just the mailman, his nickname, Stetson Bennett. Amazing college football quarterback. Had a wild ride. He can come back next year, Stetson Bennett. Not going to be an NFL quarterback. That's bad for dating this week. Now, it's that time here, but the NFL had coaching carousel. But I still stand in this day on my opinion that the coaching carousel shouldn't start until the day after the Super Bowl. It started the day after the Super Bowl last year, Byron Leftwich, 
talk Bowles they open the top two candidates last year. But let's fill in all the head coach positions right now. We got a lot of everybody. I think it's seven at this moment. Now, my favorite team, New York Giants. Who do they hire? It's going to be a little controversial to pick. Raheem Morris, defense coordinator of the Rams. I know he's been a head coach before. Wasn't terrible. Wasn't terrible since Falcons interim last year. I think the Giants need a guy who has been a head coach before. Has shown at least some success. He had a 10-6 season when he was the head coach of the 49ers, I think it was. And just that's been a good, good coach throughout his career. Got built up that Rams defense this year after Brandon Staley left. So give me Giants picking up Raheem Morris as their next head coach. Dolphins, everybody. Okay, the Dolphins fired... Brian Forrest, because they want offensive mind. They want a good mind. I think Stephen Ross wants to go for the splash hour. Chris Greer wants to go for the splash hour. The splash hour, in my opinion here, is Eric Bieniemy, Offensive coordinator Chiefs. My opinion, not a really great head coach candidate at this moment, but I think that's what Dolphins will do. I think they do pay up Eric Bieniemy. Raiders, everybody, stick with Rich Bisiaka. Okay, stick with your interim head coach. Has shown great success. Brought your team to the playoff. Has dealt with so much this year. Okay, filling in for John Gruden after he was a special teams coach. Okay. Filling as head coach of a top NFL team, then losing one of your star wide receivers for maybe the rest of his career, whatever it might be, losing one of your star DBs because Damon Arnett, whatever he did, and then everything like that. It still brought this team to the playoffs. Been an amazing coach all year. Rich Bisiakia deserves to be the head coach of this Bears team, not Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh's staying in Michigan, everybody. No bit about Rich Bisiakia. Should be the head coach of the Bears next season. Broncos, everybody. Broncos, go for the splash hire. Take Kellen Moore. I know the Vikings want Kellen Moore. The Broncos should want more. Fits, fits kind of that profile a little bit. Kellen Moore would be a great coach. This Broncos team needs, I mean, needs to identify a quarterback. The Broncos need to identify a quarterback. They're up for sale right now. They need to identify a quarterback. I don't think John Will is perfect for this job. George Patton, good GM for them. But they need to identify a quarterback, and then Kellen Moore can definitely help out with that. Next head coach of the Broncos should be Kellen Moore. All right, Vikings, everybody. This is going to be a little bit of an oddball here. Who should the Vikings hire as their next head coach? Marcus Brady, offensive coordinator. In the Indianapolis schools. You probably had no idea who that was until right now. Probably no idea. But Marcus Brady is a smart football guy. You look into him. Smart football guy. Can build up this Vikings team. I know the Colts didn't have a premier offense this year, but he was the quarterback's coach for them last year. Did great with them, obviously. I mean, Phil Rivers was great last season and filled in for Nick Sirianni when he left to be the offense coordinator this year. Just a great coach all around. Marcus Brady should be the next head coach of the Minnesota Vikings. Now, who should the Jacksonville Jaguars hire as the next head coach? Okay. I'm not fully opposed to Bill O'Brien, but Bill O'Brien was gifted the keys to, like, the gold ticket this year, being the offense coordinator out of them. He had the Heisman winner. He had the best wide receiver in college football. He had one of the best tight ends in college football. He probably had the best offensive line in college football. And he had, I mean, one of the best teams in college football, one of the best offenses in college football. And he really didn't do that well with it. I know Bryce Young played well, but red zone offense, red zone play call really wasn't that great. Really could have won that the national championship this year if his play call was better, but it wasn't. So I'm kind of opposed to Bill O'Brien being the next head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. So that's why I'm taking Byron Leftwich as the next head coach of Jacksonville Jaguars. Quarterback guru, that's what they need in this one. Getting the Jaguars, picking up Byron Leftwich as the next head coach to help out Trevor Lawrence advance his young career. Now, who should the Bears hire by? They got Justin Fields. They got a future franchise quarterback. Hate to say that as a Michigan fan, but I think the Bears should hire Ryan Day, former Eagles quarterbacks coach when they won the Super Bowl that year. Okay, just kind of like a good coach, Ryan Day, everybody. All right, I know I'm not a huge Ryan Day fan. He's my Michigan because I love Michigan so much. But Ryan Day would do well in the NFL, in my opinion. It would do well if Justin Fields is the perfect fit for him. Has been good in the NFL before. I mean, was great with Philadelphia Eagles, like I said, quarterbacks coach of that Super Bowl winning team. Helped Nick Foles, helped Carson Wentz that year. A lot of people don't know that about Ryan Day. But 
one more team to go on the coaching carousel list, the Texans that are by. They just fired David Culley. I think they fired David Culley because they're going after this man. And it is Brian Flores. I know because David Culley, he didn't recruit Deshaun Watson at all. He was very unsuccessful in recruiting Deshaun Watson to be their next head coach. So, I mean, to be their next Stay with them on the team. He was terrible at recruiting Deshaun Watson to stay with the team. Deshaun Watson still the bad trade, everything like that. So I think they hired Brian Forrest. I think Brian Forrest, even though he's a defensive guy, can still convince Deshaun Watson to stay. But I think Cal McNair, that's his choice right here. Terrible decision to fire David Kelly, but that's their plan to fire David Kelly, hire Brian Forrest. And it works. Maybe it's a good decision after all. But Brian Forrest, good head coach. You know, not a lot of Belichick guys work out because there'll never ever be another Bill Belichick. They're so successful as their position coach, uh, whatever they are, the offensive coordinator, defense coordinator, position coach, is because how successful Bill Belichick is. Not because they're putting the perfect system, they put the perfect players, everything like that. They're putting the perf- perfect culture. They'll never be in our Bill Belichick. So I don't love when teams hire uh, guys in the Patriots organization because it's not always going to work out. But maybe in, for Brian Flores' situation, it, it has. I mean, 10-6 season, his, first, uh, his second season, not so great his first season, but was given a terrible roster. And then his third season this year, 9-8. and eight. So maybe... Brian Flores will be good with Texans if he is their head coach. That's about for Coach and Carousel this week. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. All right, it's that type of year, but it's that type of season. It's college basketball season. We're coming up on March, even though it's already January, but all right. Call of Troops Madness, we got a lot to unpack here. I'm going to load down my top five teams of college basketball right now. So much more. Stay tuned. Let's hop into it. College basketball madness. All right. I want to start saying this right here. It is so much. I'm not going to say it's easier, but it's way different to rebuild a program in college basketball than it is to rebuild a program in college football. It takes years to rebuild a program in college football. It does. You could go to Leonard, Leonard Hamilton way at Florida State. Basketball coach there right now. It took him seven years to make national championship. Probably one of the best coaches in college basketball right now. But nowadays, it's way easier to build a college basketball program, in my opinion. Juwan Howard built his up in a couple years because he's given a great roster. I mean, Minnesota coach lost 13 players this year and they're a top 25 team pretty much. They played great Minnesota. Iowa State, new head coach, new players, everything like that. They have three losses on the year, had one loss going into last week. Great team, Iowa State. USC, I mean, the, their coach built the program a long time ago. Arizona, in their first season with their new head coach, undefeated, or one loss in the season, was undefeated for a while. Postseason, beat Michigan, won that Las Vegas tournament. Great team, Arizona. So it's a lot easier, in my opinion, to build a college basketball program. It's a better way of doing it because you can bring in a freshman who can make an immediate impact. You can build up players who can develop their talents better, in my opinion. That's why college basketball. Do you think college basketball is better than college football? Leave your answer in the comment section. My favorite sport all time is college football, but college basketball is still a great sport. Just interesting to see how these coaches built their program so fast. I mean, Arizona built up one year. Iowa State built up one year. Minnesota starting to get built up right here in year one. So let's hop into my top five teams in college basketball. Let's hop into it. Number five, the team I just talked about right there, Arizona, everybody. Arizona, a really, really good team. Really, really good team. Only one loss in the season to Tennessee. Could run the table in the Pac-12. We saw UCLA losing their night. UCLA might be the most overrated team in college basketball. So right now, I'm putting Arizona at number five. Number four, it's going to be a controversial statement. Gonzaga. Four, fourth best team in basketball, college basketball, is Gonzaga. No bit about fourth best team in the nation, Gonzaga. All right, they have bad loss to Duke. They have a horrible loss to Alabama. They almost lost to Tarleton State at home. Not a great loss for them. Not a great one for them pretty much. Only one by eight. was only up by one at halftime. Mark Few has been given an amazing roster. Really hasn't fully developed all their talents this year. Has the number one recruit in the country, Chet Holmgren. Has Drew Timmy, has Hunter Sully's, has all these guys. Has Andrew Nemhard. 
hasn't been shown the number one team in college basketball this year. Number four, Gonzaga. Number three, Duke got their second loss in the season last weekend in Miami. Wasn't a great game for them, but Duke only two losses on the season. One to Ohio State on the road, one to Miami at home, which, but not, just a lot of stuff going on there at Duke. But number three, third best team in college basketball, Duke Blue Devils could run the table in the national championship. I think they definitely make the final four, but I think these two teams above them. Trip them up where they really play them. Number two, Auburn. Auburn is a really good team. Jabari Smith could be the number one pick in the NBA draft this year. Jabari Smith, really, really good player. Jabari Smith, great team, Auburn. I've seen their one loss. It was to UConn. Kind of just like a weird game. Battle of Atlantis, everything like that. It was on Thanksgiving weekend. They played in the Bahamas. Interesting stuff going on there. But Auburn, really, really good team. Really, really good team. That's a great tournament battle Atlantis, which they couldn't win. Well, maybe shows holes in the team there. But Jabari Smith, really, really good player. Best player in this team, no debate about This Auburn team, really solid team. One of the best teams in Bruce Pearl's career at Auburn. Not going to say best because he does have a Final Four team, Jared Harper, a bunch of guys, but in the NBA right now. But number two, second best team in college basketball right now, Auburn. Number one, who is the best team in college basketball? It's Baylor, everybody. I know they have their one loss in the season. We have no more undefeated teams in college basketball left, which is a little sad to see. But number one team in college basketball is Baylor. Really deep, that team. James Akinjo. A lot of guys on that team. Flo Thamba. I mean, Matthew Meyer. A lot of great players on Baylor. Scott Drew's built up this team after losing so much talent last year from the National Championship team. He lost Davion Mitchell. He lost a bunch of guys. But he's built this team back up. They are the number one team in college basketball, in my opinion. No bit of that. That's about college basketball issue. Okay, this week. Oh, it's mock draft season, everybody. Mock draft season, the top teams didn't make the playoff this year. Draft order has been set. Top 10 has been set. Top 5 has been set. Let's do mock draft first five teams. Let's hop into mock draft top five. Let's hop into it. Number one, the Jacksonville Jaguars. They take Evan Neal. Not the best player in this draft, but really, really good player. In my opinion, he's probably the second best player in this draft. Evan Neal, really good offensive lineman. Need to protect Trevor Lawrence. You know, I was thinking about laying off in this mock draft to all the coaches I hired, but if they... Hire a defensive coach, say Todd Bowles. I think this number one pick is easily Aiden Hutchinson or Kayvon Thibodeau. But I think they hire offense, and I think they go with Evan Neal, the number one pick. Not the best player in this draft, but is the best selection for the Jackson Jaguars at this time. Maybe they trade back to like three or something and get a huge draft capital out of that. They could definitely do that and pick up Evan Neal then, which, you know, maybe could be a right decision for them. But number one pick right now, Jacksonville Jaguars taking Evan Neal. Number two. Detroit Lions, everybody. This is a no-brainer pick, in my opinion. Aiden Hutchinson. This is an easy pick to take. Kevin Thibodeau, in my opinion, I just think a lot of stuff going on there with Kevin Thibodeau. Not very, I mean, there's a lot of immaturity issues there with Kevin Thibodeau. Not a great fit. Detroit Lions, Kevin Thibodeau, I think team down the line. Next pick, be a great fit for Kevin Thibodeau. But the Lions, number two pick right now. Just a born bred. Aiden Hutchinson is from Michigan, everybody. This is a perfect pick. Went to Michigan. My favorite Michigan player of all time, Aiden Hutchinson. Number two pick in this draft is Aiden Hutchinson going to the Detroit Lions. Number three, Houston Texans are on the clock. I think they take. Kayvon Thibodeau, everybody. I know that Kayvon Thibodeau is a really, really good player, everybody. It's probably maybe down the line could be better than Aiden Hutchinson. Probably more raw talent, better raw talent than Aiden Hutchinson. But just Aiden Hutchinson, the reaction time, the quick, I mean, everything with Aiden Hutchinson. It's really, really good. So I'm taking Aiden Hutchinson over Kayvon Thibodeau. But at number three, I think Texans hire Brian Flores, I think, with the number three pick overall. They do take Kayvon Thibodeau out of Oregon defensive end. Maybe the best player in this draft. Leave your answer in the comments. Do you think Kayvon Thibodeau is the best player in this draft? I get the Houston Texans taking him at number three. Number four, the New York Jets are on the clock. All right, they also got our pick later down the line with the Seattle Seahawks. They could do a trade back here from the Seattle Seahawks. They got that pick from Jamal Adams' trade. Probably won that Jamal Adams' trade looking back on it right now. The Seahawks didn't have a great year this year. They got that huge draft pick, everything like that. So number four pick in this draft. I think they go 
protection for Zach Wilson. I think they take Tyler Lindenbaum. Okay, not the best offensive lineman available right now. Ikim McQuan, who could be the best offensive lineman available right now. Charles Cross is probably one of the best offensive linemen available right here right now. But perk fifth, the Jets, it's Tyler Lindenbaum. I have a big ten. I mean, you saw what I would produce in Tristan Worf's amazing right now in the NFL. Tristan Worf's protecting Tom Brady. If they want to turn Zach Wilson into like a Tom Brady, they need to get him an offensive line first. They already got Mekhi Beckton. They already got Elijah Vera Tucker. Get Tyler Linderbaum, everybody. They already got their guard. They already got their tackle. Get their center. Tyler Linderbaum, one of the best centers in this draft. Probably the best center in the draft. Was the best center in college football last year. Number four, New York Jets take Tyler Linderbaum. Now, number five, my New York Giants are on the clock. It's going to be an oddball pick right here. It's going to be a bit of an oddball pick. They got number seven overall pick from the Bears. So they have number seven overall pick. So if you want to take an offensive lineman here, I already got Ikem Kwonu and Charles Cross available. So not one of them is going to be available in the number seven pick, obviously. So I think with this pick, they go with an oddball pick. They get offensive lineman at pick number seven. I think they take Nakobe Dean, number six over, uh, number five overall pick. Nakobe Dean is an amazing athlete, amazing player. The best linebacker in this draft, in my opinion, Nakobe Dean, a huge reach, in my opinion, at this pick right now, but I like it. I like Nicobe Dean. It could be like a, not a reach in my opinion, but in most people's eyes it's a reach. Nicobe Dean, this guy's going to shoot up draft boards. He played great in that national championship game. A proven leader, an amazing player, Nicobe Dean. I'm taking Nicobe Dean, number five overall pick. My New York Giants take Nicobe Dean. Get either Charles Cross or Ikem Okunu at number seven, uh, at number seven pick from the Bears. But right now, at pick number five, I'm taking Nicobe Dean out of George Arabella. That's about for my mock draft. We'll do a mock draft a couple of upsets later. But that's about for mock draft. Season, everybody. Mock draft 1.0 of 2022 NFL draft. Road to the NFL draft. Who'll be the number one pick? Will my mock draft be the same next time? Levin Neal will be the number one pick. Will the Jaguars even own number one pick? Will they trade it by the time the NFL draft comes. Leave your answer to the comment section. That's about for the buzz this week. Now, best for last question that is, week's question is, who is the best team in college football going to next season? Is it Ohio State? Is the reigning champion Georgia? Or is it Alabama? The clear pick, in my opinion, is Alabama. All right, Cameron Latou's coming back. James Williams in it. But you got the best player in college football, Bryce Young, coming back for his nice series junior year. I think this is a no-brainer pick. Alabama is the best team in college football going to next year. Leave your answer in the comment section. That's about for question today's week. Who's the best team in college football going to next season? That's about for Squared Sports and Lane Freight, episode 63. Thank you for tuning in. Follow Squared Sports on Instagram at Squared Sports. Follow Squared Sports on Twitter at Squared Sport. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review for the best sports content in the world. We'll be back here next week on episode 64. Stay tuned.